Peace, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Fasting is Life, and I am back again with another another awesome topic of today. But uh, before we get into it, I would like to remind you guys, for those of you who are new to my YouTube channel, please make sure to like and subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. And if you are listening to this podcast through Anchor, Spotify, and all the podcast platform, please make sure you favorite and share it. And if you want to see the visual or the uh, the video, you can always go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. And uh, let's get to today's topic. <clears throat> As you can see in the title, today's topic is understanding suicide among men and another video I just published recently uh, touched on this topic about suicide and I was like since my channel I talk about health I was like why not I'm a man and suicide affects men more than women especially living in the United States so I was like hey uh, this could be an interesting topic you know uh as a man, I understand the mindset that we have. Sometimes we tend to keep to ourselves, and it can get frustrating for some 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 people who don't have the mental stability or the mental capacity to basically handle all the pressure that they keep to themselves. They need a form of release, but somehow they cannot get it. So I'll be reading an article that I, <clears throat> that speaks on this. And the title of my stream is also the title of this article. It was published last December. So what I'll do is I'll be reading through it and basically touch on what it's talking about. And uh, after that, give a little bit of my uh, point of view and summary as to why, you know, it is a topic that uh, society doesn't really touch as much as we will assume they would. But uh, it is something that uh, <clears throat> I think we should be speaking on. So let's get into it. Let me read the article. It says, and I read. Um, oh, actually, before I can start the article, uh, to all my brothers out there who may be depressed or going to suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, please. Make sure you call this number, 1-800-273-8255. It is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So here's a number. If you want to talk to someone, you can reach them out. All right, let's get into the article. It says, uh, in recent years, <clears throat> there has been a steady increase in the number of men who end their own lives prematurely through suicide. Research shows that while women tend to experience more suicidal thinking, men are far more likely to die by suicide. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, reports that over 47,000 people die by suicide in 2017 in the United States. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death overall. In 2015, suicide was the 7th leading cause of death for all American men 
according to the National Center of Injury Prevention and Control. Suicide is a serious problem in the United States and worldwide, but there is hope. And it lists the, uh, the suicide statistics, uh, which basically says one of the uh, facts, it says, the suicidal rate for men was 3.5 times higher than it was for women. The suicide rate is highest among middle-aged white men who accounted for about 70% of all suicides in 2017. So it's, for all my <clears throat> subscribers who are Caucasian, uh, this message should resonate more with you all. Uh, and I can, um, uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you were more likely to be affected someone close to you who uh, passed away through suicide. And I'll say almost everyone that I know around me who is Caucasian, all of them have a story that one of their loved ones died through suicide. It's very common. So it's not a topic where it's, you cannot say, oh, it's here and there. It's very common. Right? So uh, this article, I'm sure it's going to touch you. Uh, let me continue. It says uh, men over the age of 65 are at the greatest risk of suicide. Uh, TEHU, which is the World Health Organization, reports that suicide represents half of all male violent deaths worldwide. That's a high number. Wow. And then it says, uh, continuing, it says, here are some important things to understand about suicide among men and what you can do if you or your loved one are having hopeless feelings or having thoughts about suicide. Because it first comes in the mind, you're thinking about something, you depress, and something comes over your mind, you're like, hey, you know, maybe my life is, you know, just not worth it, maybe. I'll find peace if I'm no longer feeling this way. That's that's why that train of thought comes in, you know. And usually that thought will overwhelm so much that they become convinced that that is the only solution. And they, those people, they reach a point of no return where they will not listen to anybody but that voice. Why? Because they've taken that voice, that inner voice, which for those of us who believe in scriptures, we call that a demon. It's a spirit. It's an entity. Because uh, I know most people are not spiritual or they don't believe in spirituality, but uh, the Bible says in Ephesians 6, 12, it says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. If you as a person, you will be influenced by a voice saying that you need to end yourself, which is, which is against nature, which even animals can show you. Um, you know, I'm going to inject something. Have you guys ever tried to kill a bug or kill an insect, like cockroach and fly and whatever? Do you want to know one thing of all those animals, which we will say that they're lesser being than us? You want to know one thing it's coming for all of them before they die? You know what they do? They fight for their life. Why? Have you ever thought about that? Like, like I say, I'm a thinker. I, I, I see things. I contemplate. You know, I have, you know, I, I think about life, and you know, take some time, just 
think. And that is one thing, you know, maybe you never saw this this way, but that is one of the, I'm like, man, when I kill a cockroach or any bugs or whatever invading my space or invading my home, I've never seen a bug just like when you spray with the chemicals, he's like, you know what? I accept my fate. No, it fights. It tries to run away. As the poison starts getting in, the, the bug is still tr- struggling, trying to breathe, right? Same thing with an animal when they're hunting it, right? When the animal get pow, right? And the animal, let's say it, the, the, the hunter misses the heart or hits the organ. What is the animal trying to do? Trying to escape, trying to survive. The animal is not going to be like, you know what? It's over. Let me just, no, it tries to fight. So what is that energy? What is that thing that's making all of these living things holding on to life, even though it is imminent to them that life is about to be taken away from them? That is something to think about. Yeah? Because it's, it's something that, that, you know, that I've talked about before. So, you know, I know some of people may be chuckling for what I just mentioned, but think about it. Let me continue on the article. It says risk factor. It says not every attempt at suicide results in completion, although first attempts are often followed by fatal second attempts. So most people, they try. Like it's not just one-time thing. So if you hear, uh, like again, for those of you listening, if you have a loved one, friends, family, co-worker, ever mentions that, uh, you know, they've tried to do it, give them this number or get someone who can help them because it is a serious issue. And as men, we need to help our fellow men, our fellow mankind, because we should heed to their pains, silence. We, we men would love to be quiet. And I remember years back, I was reading a report. They said, uh, uh, Retirement homes also, a lot of men, like uh, when it comes to men and, and women, the women, they will have, the you know, they'll have family members visit them or they'll have their girlfriends, they'll be talking, but men tend to be alone, you know, in their rooms and they t- their, their mortality rate is very high or it, that solitude accelerate their deaths. So that's why uh, I emphasize that men, you know, you know in these times that we live in, we must communicate. We must talk to each other. You know, we are all we got because as society, uh, it seems that we live in a society that don't care about men. Uh, let me continue. It says, uh, the most common risk factor for suicides are being bullied at school, college, or work. Have, you, have we all been experienced that? You know, not all of us were bullied in some way, shape, or form. We all know what they're talking about, right? So, yeah, uh, I, I know, I know, I know the feeling. It's it's not new. We we all went through it, right? It is a, it's, it's a feeling that, you know, nobody wants to, uh, to feel. Let me switch the image so you guys can listen to me while, you know, all right, sister. Second, divorce or relationship breakdowns, history of physical and sexual abuse, imprisonment, loss of a loved one through, uh, through trauma or disease, mental illness, 
particularly where this is related to depression and painful, painful or debilitating, was it debilitating illnesses or conditions. Not being able to form or sustain meaningful relationships, which is common. Uh, social isolation or living alone. That's why Japan, uh, I'll have another article about our brothers uh, in Japan because Japan right now is it's very, uh, suicide is very, it's, it's like one of the hardest topic by society is still ignoring them. Unemployment, uh, using drugs or alcohol to help cope with emotions, relationships, the pressures uh, work or other issues. Uh, see, it mentions a key point. It says in all the men, suicide is most strongly associated with depression, physical pain and illness, living alone and feelings of hopelessness and guilt. And here's the irony. I live alone, but I'm not depressed. I love my space. The thing is, like I say, many men, uh, who may have mental problems, they, you know, they don't, they don't, people who don't express themselves, that's why it tends to happen. They create their own prisons. But me, the reason why I, I don't have any depression, why? Because I'm a child of the Most High. Uh, I believe in the scriptures that the world hates. The Bible says, uh, you, may, you may be alone, but I remember the Most High, His Son, the Holy Spirit. And all the hosts of heaven are there to help you. So I am not alone. So my mental, my mental clarity is, is strengthened. Why? Because I have full conviction that I'm not alone. Even if the whole world is against me, the Most High says, if I am with you, who can be against you? Nobody. That's why I'm always in joy. Why? Because I know who I am and I know what I have. How many men out there feel such the same way I do? Not so many. Hence, what look at society. And the irony is when you extend your hand and give them something that you know help you, the people reject it. And you know, this goes out to all the Bible haters out there. I tell them, I'm like, hey, you're hating a book, but guess what? That book that you hate, I'm still alive today because of that book. You know. I, People say, how do you go through life? You know, how do you go through life? I'm like, the Bible. <laughs> Some people will call it coping. Well, I guess what? Hey, I'm still alive, am I? There you go. Yes. I have a sound mind, have I? Yes. I don't have any mental illness, have I? No. You know why? Because the Bible answers all of it. It tells me exactly what it is, and it gives you the answer. My channel is called fasting is life do you know what fasting does to your mind did you know that according to the scriptures demons or what people call mental illness those voices cannot be in your head when you're fasting why when you punish your body when you take control over your body those voices cannot reside in your body yes and when you're fasting, what, what is the rule? No consumption on nothing. So if you're on the psychotropic drugs and you stop taking them, guess what happens? Those voices go away. But 
fasting is demonized. The science of this society, they hate it. They don't promote it. They call it dangerous. And in my previous video, I mentioned, I'm like, we live in a capitalist nation. Everything that is done is because of money. So don't you think this could be, there's, there's money somewhere behind all of this? You don't think there is money behind or which which is like the cause and effect is some way tied to money? Because when you hear drugs or prescription drugs, you know what that sounds like? Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Money. All right. <laughs> Let me get back to the article. All right. It says, explanations. In addition to the above risks, uh, was it in addition to the above risk factors there are some other theories as to why men are at greater risk of death by suicide traditional male gender roles discourage emotional expression there you go that's men are told they need to be tough and that they should not need to ask for help hence the health was it the welfare uh, system you know, women are most likely to receive help from the government than men. Why? Because you're a man. That's why most homeless men, um, most of the homeless population are males. And guess what? The government doesn't care. <laughs> Such rigid gender norms may make, make it difficult for men to reach out and ask for support where they need it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Depression may be under underdiagnosed in men. Men often do not disclose feelings or depression, or the feelings of depression to their doctors. When they do, it is often described in terms of having problems at work or in relationships. See, see, hey, but guess what? Hey, I'm no doctor, but guess what? Most people put their trust in the pharmaceutical. So. There you have it. There you go. Trust them because they know better. They got the degrees. Men also tend to describe their feelings as stress, quote unquote, rather than sadness or hopelessness. Why? Because they'll be called sissies or you weak. You're, you, you know, you're a princess, you know, stuff like that. Men are less likely to seek help for emotional problems. Research suggest that depression is diagnosed less frequently in men because of the tendency to deny illness, self-monitor symptoms, and self-treat. Men may be more likely to self-treat symptoms of depression with alcohol and other substances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't forget sex too. Some men, if they're not getting sex, they'll become depressed. Hence, the rise of uh, involuntary celibates. In you know, it is one of the most rising topics. But like I said, there's nothing new under the sun. We live in a society where men feel like everything they do is bad. So, and. Even if you look, uh, there was a report. <laughs> it was funny. They said that there will be 300,000 less babies born this year 
and they're talking about the decline in marriage relationship all that stuff and they're talking about how you know this pandemic that happened to rovina 19 and all that stuff like i said there's a lot of things happening but you know i'm a bible person i understand why it's happening but nobody wants to listen to the bible the you know the bell of watching tv you know be entertained all right let me let go to the next section all right and uh we're 20 minutes in i know it's i know it's a very interesting topic it's not something i can just finish in a few minutes all right for before we continue please make sure to like and subscribe all right let's get into it prevention there are strategies that both individuals and communities can utilize to help reduce the risk of male suicides. All right, let's see the list that's gonna help the people. Mm -hmm. Let's see the list. All right, what is the list? Watching for signs of depression. Symptoms of depression in men include irritability, which is getting angry quick, social withdrawals, anxiety, loss of interest or pleasure physical pains and complaints, engaging in risky behaviors, misusing drugs and alcohol, and being unable to keep up with normal daily tasks, right? Offering support. If you notice signs of depression, ask what you can do to help and let them know that you are here to listen and help. Not ignoring the signs. Right, because sometimes, like I say, men we tend to keep things to ourselves because it's our nature. But uh, if you know somebody who's keeping quiet, you know, don't forget to extend your hands. You know, you never know. You never know. You know, the Bible says, "Love your neighbor as you love thyself." Right. So, if you know, as men, we tend not to ask for help. Maybe, maybe extend the hand. Extend your hand because you you never know. You never know. Me, I usually, like, if I have time, I'll send, like, a mass text to people that I know in touch. Some people I don't talk. You know, I understand. Like I say, people have their own lives. Things may happen. People are busy. They focus with people who are around them in the immediate uh, uh, proximity. So it makes sense if you haven't talked to somebody or you haven't heard from someone for years. It's It's understandable. But... You know, we it's it's ironic we live in quote unquote advanced technological age where getting in touch with somebody is easy. Like you can send someone a text on the other side of the world, you reach them. But it seems like we quote unquote are advancing in knowledge and technology, and people becoming less social. Isn't that crazy? Someone who lives twenty miles away from you, you, you don't you haven't even seen in months or years. That's wild. All right, let's continue. Mm. Uh, let's see, what was the other part? Not ignoring the signs. Avoid dismissing or making light of comments that indicate suicidal thoughts or behaviors. If you hear suicidal talks or statements, encourage them to talk to their doctor or therapist. Emotional and practical support is important for helping people to adjust their circumstances in order to restore well-being. The warning signs listed above do not inevitably lead to suicide attempts, 
However, people who feel suicidal often report a certain kind of tunnel vision of being unable to see the broader picture and thinking only in terms of black and white. So they're basically saying, like, that's all I was saying earlier. Once a person make up their mind by hearing that voice, they will hear nothing else. They will say terms like, you know what? Life is meaningless. What's the point of moving on? Maybe I'll find peace in death. You know, nobody listens to me. You know, I'm myself. Nobody can understand me. Me, 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 you know, which may sound like selfishness, but the whole point is that it's the voice, those demons, those evil spirits, which lead men astray. Like I said, this this kind of stuff people don't like to talk about, but man, I'm telling you, Give spirituality a chance and maybe you understand. Why do you think uh, my crazy mind is the way it is? Why? Because I understand. I've learned. Knowledge, you know, the, the, the saying, well, knowledge is power. Once you know, you can overcome something that you didn't know. Ignorance is bliss. I know what mental illness is. So guess what? It's never going to happen to me. Once those thoughts comes to my mind, I know what it is. Because I know who I am and nothing can distract me from, from who I am. Because I know who I am. Nothing else can convince me otherwise. I know I'm a man. Nobody can come and try to convince me that I'm a woman. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they use magic spell, throw, some, throw me some dust that will make me forget. There's no way they can make me look into my mind and be like, you know what? Maybe I am a woman. It's never going to happen. Why? Because I know who I am. There is no way those voices can con convince me otherwise. All right. Let me continue. It says, uh, in such circumstances, referring to uh, when someone have a tunnel vision, that individual may not be motivated to seek out help for themselves. And he often falls on others to offer support by listening, offering encouragement, and sometimes even challenging the preconceptions that people hold about themselves, such as their abilities and worth to society. Other ways to help reduce male suicide. This is how you can help. Identify men who are at risk and offer support. Teach men coping and problem-solving skills to help them manage challenges with work, relationship, and health issues. And speaking about coping, this is another thing, right? Before I can continue to the next uh, uh, ways to help. Guys, according to the scriptures, we are in the last days. In the book of Baruch, it talked about that the fallen angels, the gods, they will release those old ancient spirits from the days of Noah, which will attack men. He called them chetims, which is an ancient word, which means uh demons that says that will attack people man and will drive them man uh, mad uh, sorry and and you know in all english mad is madness is crazy and what is that today mental illness it talks about that those uh, chitims will attack men's minds and call and lead them to their destruction suicide is is a spiritual attack and what's happening is as society becomes more evil, you know, coping 
like they talk about coping, but here's the thing. If you're coping with a system that's actually destroying you, it's counterintuitive. You know, if society is, is not winning, is doesn't want to solve the problem, how can they help you cope when you are having this suicidal thought because of society? And another reason why some of the people who are communists, you want to know why? Because once them, once they see beyond the veil, once their eyes see the reality of this world, some of them they can't handle it. They can't handle the truth. And it's like a shock where they're like, I just want to be out of here. I can't take it no more. I can't, I can't unseen what I see. That's why many of the military men are more, they are one of the groups who are likely to do it. Why? Because especially military men who went to war, who've seen war, you want to know why they have what they call PTSD, post-traumatic, uh, all what the, whatever term they come out, you want to know why? Because men of war see what they shouldn't have seen, or they see things not as they imagine. They see what is, and their mind cannot handle it. They, it's like they, they're no longer, quote-unquote, innocent because of what they've experienced. The trauma is just too much. They, they cannot, quote-unquote, uh, play the part when they return to a peaceful environment. They can't. They can't. All right, let me continue. Uh, let me wrap it up. Uh, the third way to help male suicide, make mental health support options readily available. Like I said on the screen earlier, I put uh, the phone number. This is the number. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Right? Remember, there's always help. Help is always around the corner, but you have to make it known. Right? And lastly, uh, the, was it create opportunities that bring groups of people together so that they can form social connection and find support, which is what I mentioned earlier about men must find brotherhood, right? You know, and I mean, we see it happening, right? Let's say here on the men's, it was online, there is, a, you know, a male uh, circle called the Manosphere where men come to talk about uh, different topics, whether it's about women, uh, was it child support, divorce, marriage, relationship, society, money, health, uh, fitness, all that, where men from different parts of the world come together to speak on things they talk, you know, that they can relate. And the last one is restrict access to lethal means of suicide, such as firearms and prescription drugs. Right. By, you know, it's to me, I'm not surprised they're talking about firearm. But at the end of the day, you know, if someone wants to do something, they will do it. The thing is, all of that, you people won't reach that point when society, the key word society, society is set up, which leads to it. And, um, you know, there's more that I could speak on. But let me just end on this note for those of you listening. You know, men are simple creatures, yet 
it amazes us as men, to all the men listening, you can attest to this. Men are so simple yet misunderstood, which, you know, to us as logical beings, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, we're so simple, right? It's like you think, you know, people will figure this out, you know, figure us out, you know, especially our quote unquote counterpart, you know, the, the women, the female power, the our females, you know, they will understand. But it's like, man, we're not that complicated. We're simple, right? You know, even comedians that make a joke, they be like, you know, uh, keep quiet, feed us, and you know, you know, give us sex, and we good, we we relax. <laughs> you know, you know, men have different ways of uh, releasing the stress, but uh, one thing men of of old have figured out is brotherhood is how men coped with our reality. Somebody that we can relate. That's why, you know, fighting was another way men cope. Why? Because the release of energy was another stress releaser. And for some men, sex was a uh, a good releaser, especially if you live in a society where sex is restricted. Uh, a lot of men may go crazy because men ha- have high testosterone. And, you know, they got, they got to. And if you, you know, talked about, you know, with, uh, many marriages have sexless, uh, you know, a lot of sexless marriage out there. So it, there's a lot of, the, like I say, when I say society, society as a whole doesn't care. And that's the truth. So what is the solution? Each man has to figure out. I mentioned earlier, uh, extend your hand. Help your fellow man because you I really know men don't don't talk. We keep things to ourselves. And bro, men create brotherhood. You know? Create brotherhood. And you know, that's what I tell you. Racism is a great propaganda because you may look at somebody, oh, I can be you can be part of my brotherhood because of your skin color, but you don't have no idea. Maybe this could be the person who will help you in a time of need. Because men are being affected regardless of race. You're a man. It it doesn't matter. (laughs) You're going to be affected. So, you know, I'll end on that note. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to say thank you to everybody who stopped by to my, um, to my podcast and stream. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to like and subscribe and, and share this video and share this podcast. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, I figure I'm like, maybe this could be a topic I will talk about since spring is here. Uh, you know, looks like a lot of places are going to be fully open. There's not going to be quarantine topics anymore. So you can actually travel. I will recommend all of you men out there to travel, get out of town, just go relax, take a weekend off, take a week off from work, uh, walk away from the stress of work. Hang out with, uh, you know, your brothers that you haven't hung out. If you have a family, chill with them, talk to your children, because some men may have a beautiful family, but they're depressed. So think about this. When was the last time you talked to your children? Where you spent six hours just talking to your children, playing games, finding out what they like and all that stuff. Instead of you just being going to work, doing what what you what what society requires you to do, and you feel like you're not doing enough, like 
there's a lot of things we can do as men, you know. But as men, I cannot tell you what to do. You, as a man, have the power to make your own decision. But remember, if whenever you feel like there's no a healthy hand, look around you. There's somebody who who is who's ready to help you, but he can't read your mind. Speak, as the scripture says, says, speak unto the wind, and the wind will carry your voice where it's gonna be received. It may not be received with the people who are around you immediately, but somebody out there will hear you and will hear your cry for help, and he will answer. He or she. All right. Peace and blessings, and y'all have a wonderful day. Peace.